Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Tuesday, everyone. It's good to have you with me again today. We started yesterday a new study, and we are looking at 12 gifts that God has given us. Now, we have taken this from the book, The Ultimate Gift, written by Jim Stovall. And in this book, he shares principles that we are to live our life by. And if we do, we will be so much happier and worthwhile and productive in this life. We showed the movie that was made from this book in the church, and as a result, we went on to share these 12 gifts in a series of messages at the church. And so I'm going back and covering this material with you on the radio. Now, we broke these 12 gifts into four categories, gifts of perspective, gifts of responsibility, gifts of growth, and gifts of the heart. And we started yesterday with the first gift, a gift of perspective, and that is the gift of laughter. The ability to laugh is unique to humans. We are created in God's image, and he's given us the ability to laugh. And yesterday, we saw the university studies that have come out in showing how beneficial laughter is to our physical being. And it certainly substantiates what the Bible says in Proverbs 17.22, that a merry heart does good like a medicine. When you laugh, it has so many physical benefits. And I'm not going to go back and cover that again, as we did that yesterday. But I want to pick up where we left off, where we were showing that laughter not only has a physical benefit, but it has a spiritual benefit upon us. Because this verse that mentions that a merry heart does good like a medicine goes on to say, but a broken spirit dries the bones. You see, there's a connection between laughter and our spirit. In fact, Proverbs 15:13 says, A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. The inability to laugh indicates that there's something wrong with our spirit. Something is broken on the inside. Verse 15 says, All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. You see, having a merry heart is not just consigned to times when everything is going well. But the ability to laugh also is expressed in difficult times in times when you're afflicted. I remember a lady who used to come to the church years ago. She's passed on now. But she was such a delightful lady to be around. She always had a smile. And she was always laughing. It didn't matter what she was going through. I would visit her in the hospital and try to cheer her up. And she would be cheering me up. And she would make statements like, Oh, don't worry about me. I'm going to live until I die anyway. And then she would put her head back and laugh. Her whole countenance was always merry. You see, she didn't have a broken spirit. 
She was going through hard times, difficult times, but her spirit was whole. And as a result, she was able to enjoy life even in the midst of affliction. You see, this whole matter of being able to laugh in the face of difficulty is a gift from God. It's so important. I remember watching an episode on America's Funniest Videos a while back, and it showed a mother who had come into her bedroom, and there she found her toddler sitting on the bed. And the toddler was smeared with chocolate from head to toe. She had gotten into the box of chocolates on the bedstand and had smeared it on the walls, all over the sheets, all over herself. And as the mother walks into the room, she sees this. And you know what she did? She laughed. I tell you, that's a healthy mother. As I watched it, I had to ask myself, what would I have done? Would I have been stern? Would I have uh, scolded the toddler by saying, oh, you shouldn't get into this and look at the big mess you've made? Would I have been focused on how much time and effort it would have taken to clean this up? And would that have stolen the joy of the moment? Oh, I, I pray that I would react like this mother did and just laugh and smile and pick up the little toddler and, and show her to the camera. I tell you, when you have that kind of perspective, when you can back up from the immediate problems that we have, see the bigger picture, enjoy your child, enjoy the shenanigans that they get into, then you're healthy. You have a healthy soul. You have a healthy spirit. Laughter is a gift, and God wants us to enjoy it. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, Yes, but doesn't the Bible say that Jesus was a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief? And isn't he our example? And isn't there serious situations in the world that, that we need to engage and deal with and grapple with? Yes, certainly there are. And Jesus was a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. I mean, when he went to the garden and he prayed just before he went to the cross, it said he Sweat, as it were, great drops of blood. He was under great distress. He was under great sorrow at that moment. But I have to ask, do you think that that was his whole demeanor? That his whole life was that way? Do you think that Jesus never smiled? That he never laughed? I don't think so. I think Jesus was a whole being. And he enjoyed the gift of laughter as a man just as much as we do. I remember years ago seeing a picture of Jesus and it's called the laughing Jesus. And in this picture, the artist depicted Jesus with his head back and he's laughing. Now, you normally don't see Jesus portrayed this way, but I believe that that is just as accurate a portrayal of Jesus as when he's kneeling in the garden praying. In fact, the Bible says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross despising the shame. Even as Jesus suffered, it was the vision of joy in front of him that kept him going. And I believe that he had to have experienced joy in this life in order for him to look forward to the joy that was to be in the future. A number of years ago, Johnny Cash produced a movie called The Gospel Road. And what it was was sort of a documentary of Jesus by songs, country and music songs that Johnny Cash had written. And in one particular scene, 
it showed Jesus walking down the road with his 12 disciples. Now, I don't know whether you've ever pictured this before, but when Jesus went from place to place, he walked and he had 12 disciples. And so there were 13 men walking down the road together. And in this movie, Jesus and his disciples are walking down the road. And in the background, Johnny Cash is playing this song, The Gospel Road, and it's very joyful and upbeat. And as they're walking, one of the disciples at the back runs up and jumps on the back of a disciple in front of him. And he turns and tries to get him off. And then another disciple pushes him. They're sort of kibitzing as they're going down the road. And and then Jesus turns and looks at this and smiles and laughs. You know, that image is still in my mind. And to me, it helps round out the picture of Jesus. He was a total human being. I believe Jesus could laugh and enter into the joy of a situation. So, All of this speaks to us, that we need to have a merry heart. We need not take ourselves so seriously. A little while back, there was an item in the news where a British teacher was in the Sudan and she was teaching a class full of kindergarten children. And they had a teddy bear and they were trying to pick a name for it. One of the boys in the class was named Muhammad. And so they suggested that they call the teddy bear Muhammad. And the teacher agreed. Well, when this news got out, the authorities came and arrested the teacher. And she was found guilty of sacrilege and was sentenced, I believe, to 15 days in jail. And I remember as I watched the clip on the news, the crowds outside had gathered and they were yelling and chanting and they were saying, kill her, kill her, kill her. And I'm thinking to myself, what's wrong with this picture. I mean, something is skewed here. The perspective is off. I mean, we need to lighten up. Now, thankfully, the president of the country pardoned her and allowed her to return to Britain. But this whole area of religion where we can get so caught up and so serious about things that we can't laugh. You know, it's also true of Christians. Many times we get so serious over matters that we can't laugh. I remember talking to a group of people who started to come to our church and they were from a particular background and tradition and they told me, you know, in our services, we never laugh. There's no humor in the service. And I said, really? And they said, no, that would be considered sacrilegious. And I said to him, you know, I can understand that. I can understand why we need to be reverent of God and we need to understand his majesty. But I said to them, but you know, God's also given us the gift of laughter. And if this is a gift from God, why can we not exercise that when we come together in the presence of the Lord? Why is that the only place that it's out of bounds? You see, I think God wants us to have fun. I think he wants us to enjoy what we're doing. The Christian life is not meant to be drudgery. It's life. It's peace. It's joy. It's happiness. You know, if you're not having fun in what you're doing, you won't be able to maintain it very long. We need to enjoy what we're doing. And part of the expression of joy is laughter. Those who study the health and growth of churches tell us that churches that are healthy are churches that there is a mood of joy and laughter in the services. You see, God is good. 
And he wants us to be serious about matters, but he also wants us to be able to laugh and have a cheerful countenance as we are about the Lord's business. I believe that there's some that's listening to me today and you really need this gift. You've been experiencing a spirit of heaviness and it's oppressed you and you just find no joy in anything that you're doing. I just pray that God will refresh your spirit, water your soul, heal your broken spirit, and give you a merry heart. This is a gift from God he wants you to have. I pray right now that you will receive it. How do you receive it in a practical way? Well, I believe it's just getting around God's people. Getting around people that's upbeat, happy, rejoicing in God. That infectious spirit of joy will grip yours. Well, our time is gone. We'll be back tomorrow and talk about the next gift. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.